Hello! And welcome to Lit My Moonlight. Where it's not a phase to- no, I have to edit this later. <laughs> That's so, so I'm sorry. <laughs> there is no other appropriate reaction. Uh, yeah, though. <laughs> my name is Emberlyn, and I'm going to be RSVPing no to the rest of my life because I've met my demise. Yeah, my name is Caitlin, and it's been 11 months since I first watched this, and it still makes me cry. Caitlin, what are we crying about today? We are crying about Our Flag Means Death, Season 1, Episode 9, Act of Grace. And it really was. It really was. So in this episode, we've left off where we kind of ended in the last episode with the English having captured the whole crew of the Revenge, um, namely Steed and Ed. And they are preparing to sentence Steed to death, which is great. But Ed chimes at the last moment and essentially says, Act of Grace. Act of Grace! Or perhaps yells it. And um, because of that, both men are spared, but um, the trade-off for not being killed is that they have to serve in the English army um, as part of a policy um, put forth by the king that any pirate that surrenders themselves uh, to the English government um, will become uh, a soldier in the English army. Yep. Yeah. So they end up in a camp for wayward seamen, (laughs) and that is where things go down. Um, Such as Steed finding out that he is dead um, in public records. Um, And uh, also uh, Ed and Steed uh, kissing on the beach. But that seems like a less relevant part of this episode. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Caitlin, uh, what hooked you when it came to this episode? I really love the trope of um, one character being stressed out about another character being in danger and doing anything to get them out of danger. Mm. So I loved Ed's distress when uh, he st- Steed is sentenced to death and he immediately turns to him and he's like, we'll find a way out of this, don't worry. And mm. I just remember hearing that and I'm like, oh yeah, this is the good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is great. This is going exactly where I want it to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like his frantic, like looking around the ship as like the guns are pointed at Steed mm-hmm. and just the desperate way in which he yells act of grace. It just oof, gets me in my little heart every time and uh the way he like frantically like pushes the blindfold off of his face like <laughs> wedding imagery much i was gonna say yeah <laughs> wedding veil uh so i uh, just i love that scene because it's just like ooh, this is nice i like that it certainly is <laughs> yeah um, what was your hook i think that was one of them i think mm-hmm. after grace is a great scene not just because we get Ed kind of like doing the light touches with Steed again. Oh, so good. <laughs> um, and like being very protective of him. But we also get the crew defending Steed after. Because, you know, when we begin the season, they are looking to basically throw Steed into the ocean. Like right, they have right, no right. intention of staying with their captain. But at the very end, they are willing to put their lives on the line and speak up to prove that he mm-hmm. is a pirate, which I love so much. So cute. Um, my other uh, hook in this, and this is kind of where I was like, oh, what's going on? It's actually Reese Darby's acting um, oh God, yeah. when he admits to having killed Nigel. I was like fully immersed. I was like, okay. Like <laughs> one thing I love about the show is you get a lot of like close-ups of like people where they're looking right at the camera and they're talking. Um, and I love that because you get to really see like how good someone is at acting yeah. in these moments. And I think he did a splendid job. I was really immersed from that point on. Yeah. 10 out of 10 acting. It is. 
Caitlin, yeah. not that there's many, since this episode was totally Riverdale core. Yeah, 100%. What was your favorite part of episode nine? Um, so I have a few, um, in which you kind of already touched on one of them, was the crew um, helping Seed out yes. uh, during the whole Act of Grace scene. I loved the callback to we talk it through, and then they all go, as a crew. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so sweet. And then Steed's face afterwards, just like, yeah, like, oh. They got it. Like, they got through. And it's just, like, such a lovely moment between them because I feel like it's the most, like, solidarity we've seen between the crew and Steed. Right. Of them not only sticking up for their captain, but, like, Steed seeing that, like, his crew actually does care about him yeah. and listens to him and, like, all of that. Um, I thought that was really sweet. I also just love that they have the plant from episode one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Considering the fisherman was like, take care of the plant. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> um, so that was really sweet. Um I remember first watching this, I audibly awed. <laughs> yeah. Audibly, if you will. Audibly. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I love that. Before we even talk about the kiss, because I feel like we can spend days on that, mm-hmm. but um, one of my favorite parts of the episode was when, uh, not like favorite and like, wow, I love watching this, more of just like acting wise and just tone wise, is when um, Chauncey has Steed. Um, at gunpoint and mm-hmm. is telling him that he defiles beautiful things and is a monster and mm-hmm. is not human. What I appreciate about that scene is, yeah, Chauncey ends up like tripping and shooting himself in the same exact eye that his mm-hmm. brother was accidentally stabbed through, mm-hmm. which like in itself is comedic. But right. to me, like when I first watched this and still do, like I see, I watch it and I go, this is horrible. Mm-hmm. And half of that. Most of it comes from the fact that Steed screaming that mm-hmm. is the most gut-wrenching scream I've ever heard. Yeah. Ever in my life. Like, I remember, like, my stomach dropped <laughs> when yeah. I first hear it, heard it. And it's just, I don't know where that came from in Reese Darby. I hope he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's terrifying. Because, like, just, it, I feel like it's just a culmination of everything that's been, like, built up inside of Steed. Like, all, like, this, he's such low self-worth mm-hmm. and self-worth and, um he watched Nigel die and Mm -hmm. then he literally just watched another person die in front of him and just all of that to just like come at him and just come out of him in that way. It was so like horrifying in a way. And I also appreciate that, like that and the crying that he did earlier, like Mm -hmm. I don't think is comedic in any way. Like I really like in the first episode he's crying because he's afraid of, um, you know, battles mm. and stuff like that. And it's like, it's funny. Mm. But like, I like that as the season goes on, we see more crying from Steed in a way that's just like, yeah, he's allowed to cry. Like, mm. this is okay. And like, I feel like you don't see that a lot, mm-hmm. um, especially like with male characters. Let men cry. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. let the boys cry. <laughs> so um, I just really appreciated that. And also, it was just like, it's such a rough scene, mm-hmm. and um, to have that um, in the silly, fun pirate show, yeah, uh, is really cool. Yeah, that was actually one of my favorite scenes as well, really, if not my favorite. In addition to the crew standing up for Steed and mm-hmm. the Act of Grace scene, 
Um, I think what I like about it, what sticks out to me, is the the specific um, flash scenes that they use. Yeah. Um, specifically for Ed, because they choose this scene of him from just recently when he's just shaved his beard. Yeah. I just think that there's a lot of intention behind doing that. Mm-hmm. And I liked that a lot. Um, I also thought that the acting was spectacular. Um, yeah. And I really just enjoyed um, Chauncey's like little devastating monologue where he's like, you defile beautiful things. Like, horrifying. Crazy. Yeah. Fucked up. Sad. <laughs> Give me more. <laughs> Give me more. So now that we've talked about some of our favorite scenes, I think it's yeah. time that we talk about the scene. Mm. Um, and I have a feeling we'll spend quite a bit of time on this. Frenchie writing fan fiction? Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> I mean, also, I love that. Let's just take a moment yeah. to say, that, acknowledge that scene is hilarious just yeah. because it's like an acknowledgement that like, yeah, there's probably going to be fan fiction about this show if there isn't already. <laughs> and Frenchie's in on it. Like, he's totally in on it. He invented fan fiction and pyramid schemes. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the most. <laughs> We're talking about the kiss, of course. Oh, of course. Um, this is like a big moment in the show, if not the biggest. Yeah. <laughs> I like that I had to think about it. I was like, hmm. Like, wait. Is it? Um, so in this scene, Steed is panicking. And I think he's panicking a little bit because he's afraid that he's defiled yet another beautiful thing when yeah. um, Ed shaves his black beard. And he heads out and like sits on the beach. And that's where Ed joins him. And they end up having this amazing dialogue heart heart. don't cry <laughs> yet <laughs> okay we still have some things to talk about I know. <laughs> like like the last well like the credits that roll the end of this video just like lay them over crying <laughs> just, so let caitlin cry um so uh they have this great uh dialogue together where um ed kind of talks about what makes him happy and he says that he reckons what makes and happy him is you slash steed uh which uh hurts like ow ow owie mm-hmm. and before steed can even nice. answer ed uh kisses him and it's like one of the most like romantic things ever it's so sweet and uh uh and then <laughs> sorry i'll take over thanks <laughs> uh let Emberlyn cry and then after they kiss steed looks at ed and says you make steed happy which I think really is just the icing on the cake. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I when I first watched this, I remember I wasn't even thinking about like, you know, you watch it now and you're like, this is a romantic setup. Like they're sitting on the beach, mm-hmm. it's like sunset mm-hmm. and it's wonderful and intimate and it's just the two of them. Um, but I remember like not even thinking that that's where the scene was going to go. Yeah, and, me neither. Like, I, I was still in denial that this is where the show was going to go. Yeah. Um, so when I first watched this and, um, Ed starts thinking about like what makes him happy Mm. and I remember him going like, I I reckon what makes Ed happy is, and I was watching it and I was like, you, and he goes, you, and I go, huh? (laughs) What? Yeah. Like, wait, and I like backed it up and I was like, did I hear that correctly? (laughs) And then they kissed and I just remember going, what? What? They're doing it. Oh my God, they did it. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's real. Like, it's, it's happening. Real. It's and happening. And then what really got me was just Steed saying, you make Steed happy. Because it's just, like, I, that was the first time that, like, Steed really was just like, oh, shit, I like you. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and I just, it was just so sweet. And also, on the theme of ways to say I love you without saying I love you, 
Um, well, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> that's one. Uh, so I just, it's just so sweet because all you want in life is to be happy and be full, like surrounded by people who make you happy. And the fact that they are that for each other is really, really sweet. And just the fact that um, Ed can be himself around Steed. Yeah. And is probably the only person he truly can be himself around <laughs> and is the first person who brought him to like Edward to the surface that is like his whole like Blackbeard persona mm-hmm. is just really really sweet and I, I also really like that it's just they kiss but then they just continue it, like it's not a big deal I mean like it is but like it's just like it happens I was gonna say that <laughs> yeah like what I like about this scene is that they don't acknowledge it it's not like you kissed me yeah huh? <laughs> like they just kind of go on with their lives yeah. like <laughs> um what <laughs> I haven't moved on though. <laughs> yeah I, I think what I mean you you summarized it perfectly that's what makes this scene good is like and not just that you know they're together and he gets to be himself around steed but also that like they're the only two people around i like that they got to have that moment together yeah like usually the crew is around or like somebody and it was like they it was just them in the ocean mm-hmm. what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and it's such a good kiss too like yeah i mean i don't want to like go into a deep analysis of like how to kiss somebody but <laughs> nah <laughs> good job good job you did it <laughs> and i think what makes it special too is like you've got two actors that are like close friends who've worked together for yeah. a long time so they have a lot of chemistry already yeah and maybe it's weird to kiss your friend but they definitely kind of i feel like they have a lot of chemistry and a lot of good energy to play off of because they've known each other for so long yeah and it's like you said i think in a past episode it couldn't be anybody else playing them no so there's that <laughs> you can just tell that they and like I'm like low key quoting in an interview, but well, like they took care of each other mm. like, during these scenes. So that's gotta be hard to mm-hmm. do like intimate scenes like that. And mm-hmm. I just think it's like really shows like how good of actors they are and how good of friends they are. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, another thing I really like about it is like Steed kissing him back like mid kiss, ten out of ten. Um. But it's, like, one of the only other times that we, other than, like, the hand on the shoulder mm-hmm. in episode six that he shows affection back, mm-hmm. which that's why, to me, like, I feel like that's such, like, a big moment where Steve's just, like, even if he doesn't quite know what's going on mm-hmm. yet, like, he clearly, he wants this. Mm-hmm. And um, I just like seeing that part of Steve, like, slowly but surely come out yeah. um, as he starts to learn. Yeah. Um, like how to be loved and to love and it's just very very sweet and (laughs) wonderful and look forward to more of that Uh, in future seasons oh it's funny too because i see gifs of this kiss go around like the various social media platforms (laughs) all the time and it's hard not to get like stuck just like going like watching it because you're like wow for hours every time i see it but like a normal person but um what i will say is like watching it again here like after not watching it for a long time it's Mm -hmm. definitely different i remember than i remember it being oh yeah and by that i mean exceptionally more passionate and romantic um so that's good jot that down is something that i have to work on with dana in therapy um i've talked about this before there's like two ways you watch this show the first way is the mm-hmm. way where you're like nah. 
this could be happening. Um, <laughs> and then the second way is like, this did happen. Yeah. Um, so watching it the first time, I remember the shock. I remember the screaming and jumping up and down. Yeah. This is a good time. <laughs> um, I remember just like not realize like I remember a lot of things being very like validated. Yeah. Um, when we watched it. Um, and it, so it's nice to look back now and be like, yeah, this happened. It happened. It's kind of like it's not just validating in the sense that like oh, okay, it looked like things were going this direction. Um, but it's also validating, I think, in a larger social sense that, like, we can tell stories about queer older folks mm-hmm. and have them be um, widely received and successfully received um, and beautiful. Um, so I hope that uh, shows like this prompt other um, stories between older queer folks yeah. um, because there's a whole generation of older queer folks out there that are kind of missing out on this because of the AIDS crisis mm-hmm. and because of, you know, other things that have happened. Um, leading up to this moment so I just uh like uh, it's also just nice to see like a middle-aged love story yeah because like we don't need another like coming of age like romance yeah we're good I don't think I thought I don't think it's for me anymore yeah (laughs) like we watch a lot of I feel like uh and I hate to say this but like Wednesday really took me out of my element (laughs) we watched it last and um just Maybe even maybe even Stranger Things did a little bit. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, because it's like it gets to the point where it's like I'm 24 and I'm watching two teenagers kiss. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to stop doing this like now. Like I'm good. So, yeah. Like and then there comes a point where like the same young adult books like I think this happens in your mid 20s. They don't hit anymore. Yeah. So when you finally get to record like you finally get these middle age love stories where it's like you can maybe see yourself more in those folks than yeah. you can. Because it's more mature. Yeah. Um, it is enjoyable and comforting. Um, mm-hmm. ah! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> also, I still get butterflies every time I watch the scene. Yeah, me too. Again, it's been 11 months. Me too. <laughs> so every single time without fail, I'm like, oh. It makes me jump out of my skin. Yeah. Like every time. Yeah. Which just says something. Like I feel like there's a lot of things I can watch over and over again and it doesn't mm-hmm. give me the same feeling that it did, it mm-hmm. did, that mm-hmm. it did when um, I first watched it. But every time I watch this scene, I'm just like, wow. All right. So um immediate <laughs> standout characters this episode caitlin uh steed yeah <laughs> steed i mean a lot like you were saying like reese darby's acting throughout the whole season was great but in this episode i feel like it's really showcased because mm-hmm. we're getting more of the dramatic side um of his acting and mm-hmm. of steed in like the more serious moments um and again in that scene with chauncey it's just the absolute distress on his face and also the like exception that he has of like yeah i am a monster like you're completely right like it's so sad because mm-hmm. this man has no self-worth mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just like really like sad to see because like you as the audience are like but no that's not true like it's okay like we still don't really know exactly like how his family feels at this point but like we already know that steve would definitely be happier with ed and ed clearly wants to be with him mm-hmm. and uh, we like just saw them kiss like go to the dock with him they're gonna run away it's gonna be great and everything is great mm-hmm. taking a taking a boat to china it's gonna be fine mm-hmm. um but also like it's, it was such a good balance of like the dramatic acting and the comedic acting i felt because mm-hmm. like he had some really hilarious moments um when 
uh, like one of my favorite lines is, or scenes too is when he and Ed get the document to sign the act of grace mm-hmm. and they're both just like ooh ah, this is a really really long document lots of words mm-hmm. and uh, just for no reason like like they're told like they're going to be there for 10 years and Steve just goes 10 human years yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like yeah but what else oh, dog years <laughs> um, that and then um one of my favorite lines in that scene is at the end when he goes, we're going to need a copy of this, obviously. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, <laughs> like mm-hmm. I don't know if that was That's such not, a dad vibe so to funny. do. It's, it's just, like, it's hilarious. Your dad at Home Depot getting the receipt for the plywood he just bought. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Like, I need a copy of this, I need a copy please. of this. I know, I just thought that was really funny. But yeah. he, I just, I also, in the, the whole beach and kiss scene just watching like his facial journey of like he's he's sitting there because he's feeling really guilty because he's learned that his wife has reported him dead and mm-hmm. he's probably wondering he it was probably the first time that he's acknowledged that there there were consequences to his actions mm-hmm. of abandoning his family right so um i thought like like see him kind of like work through that but then also, like, as he listens to Ed and he's just and he there's like this moment where he just kind of goes hmm. like he like like happy, like sighs to like what Ed is saying. And it's mm-hmm. just like really sweet where you see him being like, wow, he had a good time with me. Like, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when Ed asks him to like or says, like, we could go to China and um, Steed is like. He's clearly not 100% on board. Like, mm. I don't think, like, his brain is really caught up with everything that's happening. Right. So he's just like, oh, it's pretty far away. But then he remembers that Mary said, oh, well, we only have this one life, mm-hmm. so we got to make the most of it. And then that's when he says yes. Mm-hmm. And then, But he's still like, I think so, probably. Like, yeah. he's not he's not 100% present, I don't think, in that moment. No. So it's, it's a really interesting look uh, to his mind and, like, what's going on there i would he's the character i would love to pry open mm-hmm. and just be like hello what's in there what's going on weird stuff apparently um i often like to say that i'm sticking steed in the microwave yeah uh, i just feel like <laughs> yeah. do better he for needs him. to go in there he needs yeah. to go in there he spin around to, a bit you know ruminate a little bit radiate yeah yeah um what about you this might be controversial. I don't think so, but like Rory Kinnear as Chauncey Badminton yeah, in this episode yeah, yeah. really just killed me. Like he's he had some great comedic lines at the beginning because he's like absolutely losing his mind, mm-hmm. and then toward the end he is like arguably terrifying. Yeah. Um, when he comes after Steed, the, the way he looks at Steed, like when he has the gun, yeah, to his face and he's and like head. so drunk. Um, yeah. absolutely obsessed. Like, um, I remember at the beginning of the episode just. I think his del- he's another person who I think his delivery is excellent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoyed him this episode. Um, I hope there's like a third, a third badminton brother. I, I really hope that they <laughs> they make the joke of like yeah, there's just like a lot of badmintons or any badminton yeah. person that's just played by Rory Kinnear. Yeah, I think it'd be so funny. It would be. I feel yeah. like that's the only way it should be. Yeah, 100%. you know. Like forever, yeah. Until we're all dead. Mm-hmm. Eight more seasons just for that experience <laughs> yeah, of having please. one one badminton per season that yeah. needs to be defeated like a final boss. I like that. I want to give an honorable mention to Officer Hornberry again <laughs> because uh, he and the other guy whose name I forgot, who were hostages mm-hmm. on the Revenge earlier in the season, are back. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they this lived. Episode. Yes, they lived. They're back all as well. But like, I was watching him in the background because he seems very troubled mm-hmm. because again. I think he clearly like kind of admires Steve in a way because yeah. he's just so different. Right. And um, I just like you see him in the background like as like uh, Chauncey's giving all like these orders like you're sentenced to death and mm-hmm. he's in the background like 
ooh, oh no. <laughs> like, it's, like a, it's like a Z plot. Yeah, it's great. Well, what does Officer Thornberry think of all this? Yeah. yeah, and just the way that he, like, like is kind of the one to be like, oh no, like, yeah, that works for us. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. great. And, like, he's clearly, like, so relieved when Steed is no longer, like, at the point of, like, the other end of a gun. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, like, everything's all good. Everything's <laughs> like, all good. I mean, he's just a fun character. He's, like, a side, like, a character that you never thought would be that important. But, like, just the way um, the actor <laughs> plays him is just so interesting. And, like, it's like he created his own backstory for this guy. And, right. and it's uh, a guy who's, like, a fanboy of Steed, basically. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. It's like the one ensemble member in your high school theater club who's, like, <laughs> just kind of funny whenever they're on stage they're just doing a little bit of their own yeah and you're kind of into it you're like okay what's that guy's story and he's doing his own thing over there and it seems like the drama club teacher hasn't noticed so she's just kind of let him do his own thing yeah so like i don't know when Les is at the end when everybody's like fighting for liberation he gets back to together with his wife and kids or something it's always yeah. like there's some backstory he has no lines yeah really he's just kind of vibing you know yeah i and appreciate he's the best that character. yeah and he's the best character <laughs> Um, and he re- and he and he wins a local theater award. Good for him. <laughs> so um, deep cut. Yeah. Um, another person that I want to give uh, I want to give all of my flowers to this episode is Ed. Um, yeah. I think Taika Waititi does some fantastic eye acting at the very end of Always, this yeah. episode um, when uh, Lou Reed's uh, Perfect Day comes in. Uh, it hurts a lot. Um, yeah. He kind of like goes from this like wide eyed like the world is ahead of me hopefulness in his face to like like uh. hopelessness and anger and a little bit of sadness that like yeah this guy left me because us pirates were all in various stages of screwing each other over. Mm, ow. Uh, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Um, so I really appreciated that. I also like that we go from like the piano to just like the perfect day piano like just that transition really that is so good every time i'm like i'm always like waiting for that and it flashes to him at the end of the ship those wide um the wide shots yeah those wide views she scenes they always get me so good that one is marvelous the colors yeah and what i really like um about that is and i'll once i find Again, the interview that I've read so many interviews about this show. Yeah, I'm same. just like, I need more. I need more content. Yeah. What I love about this show is David Jenkins has said that they try to um, bring out more color in mm-hmm. Ed's wardrobe as um, he falls more in love with Steed and it's purple. <laughs> yep. So he's got like that purple undershirt that he's wearing, mm-hmm. um, you know, the purple that he wears on the fancy boat. And then in this uh, scene, the sky is purple. I for him and I can't be right now. <laughs> yeah and i just think that's like wonderful because it's like he's put all of his love out there and for the sky to be that per- that color is just it's so beautiful and it's so heartbreaking Don't fucking look at me <laughs> i'm zooming in on you as we speak to just sit with this feeling and not die um yeah not gonna happen caitlin Favorite yep. quotes from this episode? Oh, I've got a few. Um, uh, I've already said that I love Frenchie Say, and I wrote a bit of fan fiction about Captain Bonnet, which yeah. I think is funny. Um, all made up, all scenarios, all totally made up. I thought that nod was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, again, 
he invented fan fiction. He invented pyramid schemes. Mm-hmm. He is the character of all time. Mm-hmm. I love Calm Down, Mr. Wavy Blade. Because <laughs> it's just one. so funny. Yeah. Obviously, what makes Ed happy is you. And then uh, you make Seed happy, which we've already discussed. And Taking I don't want to cry again. Out of my microphone. Yeah. Um, and then I liked when Ed said, I'm folding stuff. And that's okay. Because uh, I say that every time I do my laundry. (laughs) (laughs) Way to convince yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm folding things, and that's okay. Another part of this whole episode is, of course, uh, Izzy's the captain now. Izzy's the captain Um, now, But the crew's not having it, so they decide that Oluwande is captain, and they're going to throw Izzy overboard, which is hilarious, because if you look at everybody's face, they're all having a grand old time, especially Roach. Mm. This is the best day of his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which, good for him. He's been been bloodthirsty for too long. Yeah, Yeah, he's finally, he finally, gets to do it um and uh izzy starts pleading with oluwande and it's just like please like we can like you know like uh have some middle ground or something yeah. and he says something and then um oluwande just goes everybody's got their own style and just yeah. the way he says it is just so smooth and his face he's just like mm nope i'm the captain now so Mm -hmm. i want to see like more of that Mm -hmm. come from him uh in like the next season and just like see if he uh does more of uh not necessarily like captain stuff although like i would totally be fine with him being a captain but like maybe be like a first mate as well or something i don't know how that that all works but like i just love him as a character if this man leadership roles yeah what were yours um (laughs) when um they show up to the camp, and um, there's a British soldier uh, reading off a list of names, and they get to Ed, mm-hmm. and uh, he goes, that's me, Edward Teach, born on a beach. Iconic. I say it all the time. I <laughs> myself. It doesn't matter if I am not named Edward, and if I'm not at the beach, I'm still going to say it. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it's then, just fun to rhyme. <laughs> it is. And then uh, right before they kiss, and Steed says he only has stupid ideas, mm. um, Ed goes, oh, shut up. Yeah. Say say that again <laughs> to me, <laughs> to my face, because um, I feel like I don't know. I feel like in the classic, like I'm about to kiss you soon trope. Yeah. Shut up is one of my favorite things that you say to someone before you're about to kiss them. Oh yeah, yeah. Help. Um, <laughs> I also like that. It's just like um, it's like your friend is just like, oh, I'm just gonna talk down to myself, mm-hmm. and you're like, you're like, okay, stop. Yeah, like, you're over it. You're like, I'm, like, not, I'm not here like, for that. We both know that's I not true. I am disinterested in that rhetoric. And then I love when they're talking about overthrowing Izzy um, out together in the crew, and, and the, I guess Pete's not involved in this conversation because he could potentially be first mate to Izzy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, they're talking about overthrowing them, and they're like, oh, no offense, Lucius, and stood together, and Lucius is like, oh no, don't apologize to me. I mean, I love that man, but his leadership is not his strength. Yeah. <laughs> so funny love that. like he can acknowledge his partner's faults mm-hmm. valid <laughs> ethical um and then of course i reckon what makes ed happy is you and vice versa mm. excellent scene 10 out of 10 do it again <laughs> david jenkins i'm in your walls so a lot of bangers um but how did that enter you i'm in distress there was no end i don't know like, it didn't end <laughs> we shut it off right after the kiss and that was it the tv just like fell off the wall <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, no, I'm completely in distress. I ha- again, it's been a while since we've watched it, and mm. um, I really forgot how much this actually hurts me. Mm. So when I think of this episode, I'm like, it's the kiss episode, but I forget everything that happens around it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, not like forget, but like you know, you know, you're not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
by the end of it i was just like in such distress and then um again i'm i think back to when i first watched it and i'm like i remember like yelling at my screen being like you're not going back home are you yeah. no i'm like there's gotta be another episode there better be another ep- i mean remember, yeah. like begging for another episode to be like played after this i'm like this cannot be happening i'm like no. you just kiss this man mm-hmm. you basically both confess your love to each other and you're going home mm-hmm. what are you doing mm-hmm. <laughs> like get your head out of your ass Ow. So it was just complete distress. And I love how um, open en- open-ended it seems on Mary's end because, mm-hmm. like, you don't know if she's happy or not because mm-hmm. she seems – she's sitting there and she's like – Her teacup shaking, <laughs> yeah. So you're like, is she happy about this news? Yeah. Is she not happy? Who right. knows? I guess we'll just have to watch this episode. Right. So um, I thought that was an interesting touch to um, end it on, too. Also, what I really like about that scene is when – steed is standing in his house and he announces to mary that he's home um the lyrics you're gonna reap just what you sow play Mm -hmm. and i just think that's brilliant yeah i love that holy mother help me (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know what to say yeah it's like it's a great ending what I love about this ending is obviously the Good Place window. If yeah, you've the good seen place. the Good Place, then you know that's where they also shot um, some scenes from the final season um, of that. And then something that I want to draw attention to and that I think is really thoughtful is the scarf around Mary's neck. Yes. Um, uh, because it's it kind of parallels the scarf that Ed wears, the black scarf, corsage, whatever you want to call it, and how that's cravat, kind of a symbol. Yeah, cravat. And how that's kind of a symbol of like Steed's presence or possession over that person mm-hmm. um they're really rude for that i like financial compensation it's wonderful <laughs> um so yeah it's a great ending devastating yeah. unfortunate um hurts every time ow yeah handle with care um <laughs> but before we let it go which arguably neither of us have yet in no, the past couple of months never will um i think we need to put this episode on our tier list on our tier list which is going to be interesting yeah uh there's multiple places this could go um so our tier list is at the tippy top we have made me eat all my houses drywall and the accompanying nails mentally ill affectionate neutral like my ph balance mentally ill foreboding and riverdale core Riverdale core. Nice. Where did it land on the tier list for you? Well, Caitlin, I'm wearing my fork and spoon earrings today because mm-hmm. I need them to eat my drywall. Oh, nice. Naturally. Like, um, um, and I wouldn't even say my house is gone. I'd say the whole neighborhood has been leveled. Yeah. Like, I got really hungry. <laughs> um, and the nails were crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. Zesty, yeah. if you will. Yummy. How about you? Um, I have to agree. I think, um, again, like ripped to my house sorry i know we just rebuilt it but it's gone again yeah um so i like it, it, just for the kiss scene alone like i'm eating through the drywall i am you know eating all the things but i also want to like put a slice of it in mentally ill foreboding just because of the distress that it causes me yeah yeah it so hurts i'm putting like most of it in meeting the drywall Cutting in half Placing one bit there, yeah. the other up there. Just to acknowledge the mental distress this causes me. Makes sense to be. Nice. So, Caitlin, we did it. We did it, we, Joe. We got to episode nine. Yeah. Um, which means there's only one left in our series. Uh-oh. Thank you for tuning in this week. Please join us next week when we watch season one, episode 10 of Our Fly Means Death. Wherever you go, there you are. 
How yeah. unfortunate for us. How unfortunate <laughs> for us. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, and all of that stuff that YouTubers say. Or like and rate it on Spotify or one of your that favorite too. listening services. Give us all the thumbs up. Yeah. Yell with us. Please. Follow us on our socials. I beg you. Cry with us. Help me. Okay, bye. Bye.